With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were a But I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy Blake Guitar. Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Well, it is the fabulous... World famous Chiggy Chegwire radio broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com, and each and every week we bring you the best on AMFM247.com. Our first guest is going to be up here in a few moments, joining us on the old Skype audio. We will be joined by Ed Brodeau. Brodeau? Brodow? How do you pronounce this guy's name? I don't know. He'll join us here in a few moments. Maybe somebody could get me a pronunciation guide. Because I'm kind of an idiot sometimes. He's the author of the brand new book, Lies We Trust. And uh, we're going to be talking about Trump firing FBI Director James Comey here in just a few moments with Ed. And uh, Ed Brodo here. There's Ed. How are you, sir? It's uh, Jigman Freud calling you from My Art Radio. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, actually. Now, uh, l- let's start at the top here with, with with the big news, my friend, and that is uh, Trump fires FBI Director James Comey. That is the headline. And uh, in a statement from the press office, the White House said Trump acted on the recommendation of Attorney General Jeff Sessions and Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. Uh uh, you've got the book out there in Lies We Trust, How Politicians and the Media Are Deceiving the American Public. You're a contributor to DailyCaller.com and DailySurge.com. You're USMC retired, which, by the way, thank you for your service, Ed. Um, talk to us about this story here, because th- 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 there's a lot to uh, unpack in this situation here. Ed, can you hear me, my friend? Yeah, I've got you. Kind of there got we are. Bit, sorry, sorry about that. Um, uh, Trump firing FBI Director James Comey. Your thoughts? Well, first of all, the main the main thing is that uh, Comey, in my opinion, deserved to be fired. He should have been fired last year uh, when he made that ridiculous uh, uh, assertion that uh, no one should be prosecuting Hillary Clinton, which was not his job. He was usurping the, the function of the Justice Department. Um, so I, I would have fired him right there. Uh, the fact that uh, Trump waited uh, until now, I, to me, it, it doesn't it doesn't make any difference. Um, I think that from what I've what I've read, uh, that uh, the report that came in from uh, Rosenstein was influential, but wasn't the whole thing. That Trump had been planning on firing him anyway, and when he got this report from Rosenstein, that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. So I don't, I don't have any problem with that. Uh, as far as this whole issue that uh, Trump shouldn't be firing Comey because, while there's an investigation going on, uh, number one, there was no investigation of Trump going on. The investigation as to this, this Russian, possible Russian connection with the Trump uh, uh, election team that is the biggest farce that I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yes. This thing off now. Yes. For a year, we we have no evidence. I've seen. Have you seen any evidence? No. And and the thing that I no. don't the thing that I don't understand, Ed, is Russia for the last 
God, 20, 30 years have just, has just, they, they say things to say things. They blow smoke. Why is it now all of a sudden, well, we've got all these things we need to do with it? What, 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 I just don't understand this. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's another indication of, of that Comey's unfitness for the job because he was so anxious to carry out this uh, investigation into this nonsense, but he wouldn't investigate. The leaks, that's the real thing that should be investigated, is where the leaks came from. And he wouldn't do it. He was, he was, uh, he was uh, stonewalling that investigation. So another reason for him to be, to be fired. Um, so I, as far as I'm concerned, you know, better late than never, good riddance. <laughs> We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live. He is the author of In Lies We Trust, How Politicians and the Media Are Deceiving the American Public. It's available on Amazon, and uh, get more information uh, on on Amazon about the book as well. It is an amazing, amazing read. And uh, uh, something else that is that, that is going on with this uh, situation is that the Democrats are all crying fast now because, uh, well, James Comey's gone, whereas if this would have happened six months ago, they would have been, well, good, get out. Uh, what changed here, Ed? Well, nothing changed. You know, we have video of, of Chuck Schumer saying uh, that uh, Comey is a son of a bitch and we got to get rid of him. And that was a couple of months ago. Now, now they're, what it is, it's all politics. Now they're, they're using this as another excuse to, to uh, hammer Trump. That's all. The fact that it's hypocritical doesn't mean anything to the Democrats. They don't care. They yeah. just want to. They just want to attack. You know, attack Trump. Attack Trump. That's all. That's what it's about. It's pure politics. Well, and see that that this this is the thing, Ed, is that there is a lot of politics here, uh, in in, in regarding to this whole thing. Where, where where do you see the politics part of this playing in, uh, with the Democrats and everything and Trump and and just the whole thing, Ed? Well, I mean, it's very transparent. I, I think the public is catching on. It's, it's just, you know, uh, the Democrats haven't gotten over the fact that they lost the election. <laughs> they were so sure they were going to win this thing, and they lost, and, and now it's sour grapes, so they're attacking uh, Trump. Uh, it's unfortunate, but that's that's just the political reality. Now, there's another thing I, I'd like to point out, if I may. Yes, go uh, ahead, my friend. The Democrats have been comparing uh, Trump firing Comey to Nixon firing Archibald Cox. Wow. Uh, who was investigating Nixon. Now, yes. that is, uh, to me, that's, that is not the right comparison. The right comparison should be to Truman firing General MacArthur during the Korean War. Because if you will recall, uh, Truman made a decision that we were not going to get into a war with China, and MacArthur was running around saying, hey, let's attack China, let's attack China. So, uh, he, you know, he was, uh, uh, MacArthur was a general. He was not a politician and should have kept his mouth shut. So he, ex- he uh, extended you know, himself beyond his authority. Uh, Truman fired him, which he had the authority to do, and he was right to do. And it's the same thing here. You have a, 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 a director of the FBI who exceeded his authority, who has proven his incompetence. Uh, the president has the authority to fire him, and he did. It is a uh, it it is a heck of a deal. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live, talking about uh, this James Comey situation. But I also want to talk about your book. I, I want to spend some time here talking about the book and lies we trust. How politicians and the media are deceiving the American public. This book is uh, n- more important now uh, than than it has been in the past. Uh, people are picking this book up. They're, they're getting a lot of you're getting a lot of rave reviews for your writing. Uh, tell me a little bit about some of the different uh, reaction you've been getting to the book so far. Yeah, I just had a great review today uh, from uh, townhall.com. Uh, um, people, as you say, the book the book has even more relevance now yep. uh, than it did a few months ago. I, mean, I, I really uh, was, was uh, on target when I was talking about all the lies that are coming out of Washington and out of the media. Unfortunately, uh, we no longer can depend upon the media. And it used to be that the, the whole function of the media was to tell us the truth. Now the function of the media is to disseminate their own agenda, which is a liberal leftist agenda. And I think they're, they're being taught in journalism school that that's their job. Their job is no longer to be objective. 
your job is to push this agenda so that when we read the papers now, you read the first page of the New York Times, what you're getting is not just uh, information about the facts. You're getting uh, their opinion mixed in with the facts. So you really don't know what you're reading. And that's a very terrible situation. So when people say to me, Ed, is there any particular uh, news outlet that you trust? My answer is no. I don't trust any of them. <laughs> I, I have to be very, I, I have to be skeptical. I advise uh, people who read my book, you know, be skeptical. Learn how to think critically. The whole chapter in my book on how to think critically, because that's the only way to deal with this, is to learn how to tell truth from fiction. So that when you read an article in the paper or you listen to Don Lemon on CNN, you have the ability to analyze what you've been listening to and you can figure out what is real and what is not real. Now, you make the complex understandable with, with this book, and uh, you're, you're doing a, a, a good service with this book. Uh, have you gotten any criticism from anybody uh, regarding the book? Not really. Not really. I had uh, when the book uh, first came out, somebody wrote a note on on Facebook uh, telling me that I was paranoid. Um, <laughs> but, you know, okay, that's, that's what the left does. The left, the left attacks you personally. They don't give you a reason. Uh, this person did not give a reason why uh, he felt I was paranoid, but I was paranoid. You know, um, I've also been called a racist by a lot of people ever since uh, 2008. Uh, when when people found out I wasn't voting for Obama, I was a racist. Yeah. So that's what they do. They throw their try. They're doing it to Trump now. They're calling him every name in the book. He's a racist. He's a he's sexist. He's a misogynist. He's anti-Semitic. Oh yeah, he's Islamophobic. Uh, you know, it's just that's that's how the left uh, attempts to. It's right out of Rules for Radicals. It's it's an attempt to uh, delegitimize their opponents. And uh, fortunately, I haven't had much of that with this book. People have been very very uh, positive in their response to my book. We've got a uh, great guest with us today, the author of In Lies We Trust, How Politicians and the Media Are Deceiving the American Public. He's also a contributor DailyCaller.com, DailySurge.com, Ed Boudreau with us today. Now, Ed, this book uh, is, like I mentioned, getting a lot of rave reviews. Tell us a little bit about the cover uh, of the book. I, 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 I was instantly drawn into this book by, by just seeing the front cover. I love the cover. The cover is great. It's got this guy... Uh, in a suit that you see him in, from the back, and he's got his uh, his hand up like he's swearing, uh, swearing in, but his other hand is uh, behind his back and his fingers are crossed. So he's obviously telling a lie. Um, <laughs> and it's in lies we trust. <laughs> great, great cover. I was, I was uh, very happy when they came up with this cover. Now, did did you have any uh, in, any insight on on onto what what the cover was going to be like when? Uh, when you put the book together, or did they give you kind of a choice, or did they just kind of call you and say, hey, this is what we're doing, or, or well, kind of give me the inside baseball on that? What? what was that? I'm sorry. Give, give, give me the inside baseball on that, Ed. No, they, when, uh, what happened was my publisher sent me a cover, and I didn't like it. Uh, it was it, it just was, it was too plain vanilla, and I said, look, I'd like it to be a little more provocative. Can you come up with something that's a little more provocative? And this was the second one they came up with. So I think they did a good job. That's awesome. That's awesome. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast, coast to coast, border to border on TuneIn, on iTunes. Pretty your loyalty. And uh, this book uh, is incredibly, incredibly well written. Uh, take me through the writing process uh, to, to bring this book from idea to finally bringing it out in print. Well, you know, I, these were all ideas that were simmer, uh, simmering in my mind for a long time. And when I decided to write it, it just came flowing out. I wrote, I think I wrote the first draft, uh, draft in six weeks. Uh, that's just amazingly quick, six weeks for, you know, a book of this length. Uh, it just, it just flew out of me. The really difficult part of it was, um, the, uh, uh pushback that I encountered on, on, from the publishing industry. The publishing industry, as you probably know, is controlled almost entirely by, by liberals. Um, and uh, not that my book, I, I don't consider this book to be a conservative book, but apparently they did. Uh, and, and nobody, even my agent, who I had for, for over 10 years, uh, she wouldn't handle it. 
Um, so I was lucky to find another agent and find a publisher that uh, that would deal with it. But uh, most of the, public, the mainline publishers won't even publish a book if they sense that it's not you know, a, a, uh, a bleeding heart liberal book, which is a shame because it has uh, uh, done a tremendous disservice to the public, uh, which is not getting uh, a fair uh, uh, variety of, of, of literature to read. Yeah. Now, why uh, why exactly did you get some of the pushback on this? Well, as I said, it's, it's because they they looked at uh, uh, the whole idea that uh, politicians are lying. I you know I talk about Obama in there, although I also talk about uh, several uh, uh, Republicans as well. But when they saw that, they said, "Oh, oh, he's he's criticizing Obama. It must be a conservative book. Uh, we don't want to touch it." It's amazing. I mean, that's it's it's that bad. That's how bad it is in, in the publishing world right now. Um, if you're a conservative, or or if they think you're a conservative, uh, you you are absolutely censored, and and uh, uh, they close the iron door on you. That is that is just absolutely amazing. Now you mentioned uh, Town Hall and, and some of these other folks are reviewing uh, reviewing the book. Uh, what, what what does conservative media uh, think of your book, Ed? What 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 does conservative media think of your book? Uh, they love it. Conservative media loves the book. You know, it's. Um I, I think it's a great book. I, I, I think I, I think it's a well-written book. Uh, I poured my heart out into this book, and it tells the truth. The, the value of the book is that it tells it tells the reader uh, what the government and the media don't want us to know. They don't want us to know the truth about, uh, for example, climate change. They don't want us to know the truth about uh, health care. They don't want us to know the truth about uh, Islamic terrorism. And when I say they, I'm really talking about the Obama administration. A lot of that is changing now with Trump. Um, and uh, one of the things I'm hoping right now, they're, they're talking about uh, uh, whether or not he's going to uh, stay in with the, the Paris uh, uh, climate uh, group there. And I'm, I'm hoping that he will uh, tell him to take a hike because I think this, this, uh, this whole business of global warming is a giant hoax that has been perpetrated on this country. And I have a chapter in my book where I present all kinds of evidence in support of that position. Well, Ed, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on. And uh, before we let you go, how do we get a hold of you online, social media, uh, website, all that? Uh, my website is brodo.com, my last name, which is B-R-O-D-O-W, uh, brodo.com. The best place to buy the book is on Amazon, amazon.com, and it's called In Lies We Trust. Well, good stuff, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Ed. My pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate it, my friend. Ed Boudreau here on our broadcast. I always mispronounce his name. I don't do it on purpose. Uh, here is Anthony Gobes. If you could rule the world, and it is on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. Yeah.
do Seems like we've come so far But this journey's only begun Freedom floats like a bird in the air Idealism can burn like the sun We gotta find a solution Fight a revolution As we heal the world It'll bring some resolution The irony truly is strange That you're the only one that you can change What would you do If you could rule the world What would you do If you could rule the world, what would you do? If you could rule the world, I said hi, what would you do? To mend the world, I give up. Anthony Gomes here on iHeartRadio AMFM247.com we're going to get a hold of Trent Silver here in a few moments and bring him into the conversation we're going to take a quick time out going to come back Trent Silver on the way at our big broadcast new marketing partner on Transmedia Worldwide, Change of Heart, a film by Pickle Ticklick Video Club. Uh, that's right. A love story about two women torn apart too soon. Let's tell you a little bit about this. Check out Indiegogo.com. With this film, we hope to remind people that it wasn't long ago that gay marriage was illegal. And the LGBT community were second-rate citizens with limited legal recourse. Through change of heart, we will relieve a moment prior to legalized marriage in the United States. Leading character, Becky, must overcome the limitations placed on her by society, as well as make a life-altering decision regarding her loved one. Check it out on Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Change of heart, a film. Check it out today. 
And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We've got an incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. Q-L-I-P-P is the ultimate tennis performance sensor. It measures every part of your stroke, analyzing the spin, speed, and sweet spot accuracy of each shot. Designed to improve your game with the most advanced analytics possible, check out igg.me slash at slash Q-L-I-P-P. Oh, that's right. It's an amazing, amazing new product. Check out igg.me slash at slash Q-L-I-P-P. Hey, honey, how was soccer practice? Great. Those church pads you got me were wonderful. No bunch numbers smelling? Nope. And I just can't get over how thin they are. And I like knowing they're natural and safe for you to use. And they're good for the environment. Exactly. Ma, I told more of my friends about them, too. They can't wait to try them. Now that is something I never thought I'd hear. I know, right? Kim says she checked out the website, www.whateverywomanneedstoknow.com. Whateverywomanneedstoknow.com. Every woman sure does. Yep, so I'm telling everybody I cherish. That's my girl. Dan Perkins here for Songs and Stories for Soldiers with your veterans tip of the day. Did you know that the suicide rate for women vets is 12 times that of their sisters in civilian life? Did you know that one in four women vets feel uncomfortable about talking to people about their mental health issues? Did you know almost 600,000 women vets in America are suffering from PTSD? It's time to help. It's time for all of us to encourage our sisters, mothers, and wives to get help by contacting their local VA hospital clinic or community-based health care center. So if you know a woman vet that is suffering, go to va.gov and find their nearest VA facility. This has been Dan Perkins of Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us with your veterans tip of the day. This is Jason Roberts with the Wealth Investors Minute. Black Friday is at our doorsteps again, folks. Big box retailers are pulling out all the stops to entice holiday shoppers this Thanksgiving Day and, of course, the day after. But many deals being packaged as something shiny and new may actually be year-old deals with a 2015 bow on top. Most retailers simply just repeat deals from previous years, and they may not be the deal that you think it is. For example, Macy's has at least 60 repeated deals from last year. And department store Belk has more than 80. Shoppers could have snagged the Samsung Galaxy tablet, the 8-inch version, from Sam's Club on November 14th for just $169. The same tablet will be on sale this Black Friday for $10 more. Last year, office supply store Staples had a Brother Laser printer on sale for $49.99. But in 2015, the price is $30 more. Do your homework. This is Jason Roberts with the Wealth Investors Memo. Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were a but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? I'm going to be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, play guitar. Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey. I'm, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Okay, we are back. We are back live on iHeartRadio. We're also live on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, all that other stuff. We tried to get a hold of Trent Silver. He's nowhere to be found, so we're going to move forward here. And uh, we are going to see if maybe we can get a hold of Jay Izzo, H to the Izzo, B to the Izzane, uh, here in a few moments. He is uh, he is uh, hanging out there in cyberspace, as they say. He's hanging out there in cyberspace. In cyberspace. I don't know what that means. Uh, tried to get a hold of Trent Silver. He is nowhere to be found. So we will reschedule Trent Silva. Trent Silva! That guy. That guy. I don't know what that means. What does that guy mean? I want to see... I don't often 
we, we, we primarily use this program for... We primarily use this program for other things other than, you know... Um, what is this? What, what What is all this? Uh, apparently... There is a uh, story out that uh, GSP um, Will Smith rare sparring footage. Like I care about that. There is a uh, Details apparently that uh, and Misha Tate's got a juicy rack. I'll have to say, I shouldn't say these things on radio, but I do. Uh, apparently, uh, Michael Bisbane GSP plans are shelved. Uh, Yohel Romero will get the next title shot. Um, I, I, I'm not sure what is going on. Uh, apparently GSP has got all sorts of problems. I, I don't know what's up here. But, uh, I'm trying to go to these news sites online. I'm not finding, not finding what I need to find here. Uh, I guess I could type into the Google search. The, the Googler, as they say. Um, let's see. Edison Barboza says Khabib wants a title shot. You know Khabib, the, the Russian guy. Khabib. Um, you Where UFC connected money went in US, U.S. politics in 2016. I don't care about that at all. Uh... Apparently there is uh, I, I, I don't know what's going on here. Apparently uh, Dana White oh, there's some there's there's some news. We've got news. Uh, according to USA Today, uh, MMA Junkie, something called MMAJunkie.com uh, USA uh, UFC President Dana White insists he's not going to wait much longer for progress in the uh, Mayweather-McGregor negotiations uh, for their boxing match. White said today that if he can't get McGregor and his team to agree to terms by Sunday, he plans to move on from the matchup with Mayweather altogether. If he gets things sorted with McGregor, though, then he will move on to talks with Mayweather. He basically wants to get McGregor locked up, then he wants to go get Floyd locked up. I plan on having this thing locked up by Sunday and then moving on to Team Mayweather and start to negotiate with them, White said on the Jim Rome radio program on CBS Sports Radio. If we really get it down in the time frame, then this thing could possibly happen. Again, I still have to go negotiate with them. There's no guarantee that we're going to come to a deal. Talks of McGregor-Mayweather fight between this past November after McGregor knocked out Eddie Alvarez. Uh, McGregor was was uh, clear following UFC 205 that he wasn't planning to return to any type of combat sports until the birth of his first child, which is uh, which uh, that happened last th- this past week. But soon after, it was revealed that the proposed bout lost its targeted September 16th date when a boxing mega fight between Canelo Alvarez and Gennady Glovigan was announced for the same date. Triple G, as they called him. I love Triple G. Although White absorbs the blame for not logging in September 16th sooner, he said that not all hope is lost. The clock apparently is ticking, though, 
An agreement with McGregor needs to be finalized before the end of the weekend. That deadline might seem soon, but White said he feels it's doable. It's just half of the work that needs to be done, though, and White said reaching the deal with Mayweather could be entirely different animal. I think the chances of a deal with McGregor are pretty good. White said, hopefully Monday I'm going to sit down and negotiate with Team Mayweather. I just can't keep messing with this thing. I have to run my business, and I have to focus on the other things that are going on around here. Um, UFC Dana White ridiculous to snub John Jones for the main event because of trust issues, supposedly. According to some manager somewhere. Uh, apparently a UFC female athlete has been diagnosed with, uh, uh something. Uh, apparently they, uh, something happened, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? But, uh, haven't heard anything out of Jay Izzo, H to the Izzo, B to the Izzane. So I'm not sure what we're going to do there. Uh, I guess we could take another break. I guess that's what we'll do. And, uh, when we come back, we will try try to get Jay Izzo on the line and maybe make some stuff happen here. I don't know. We got... I just done Dan... I just done too much damn radio the last uh, last couple days. Good lord. Ugh. Got more coming up. Live, we've got a great guest with us today. Uh, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself. Hi, this is Rena. Can you hear me okay? Yes, indeed, we've got you. Uh, uh, Hi. Tell us, t- t- tell us all about the latest story. Sure. So, so many uh, great shows to watch. Uh, if you have a pen handy, uh, then you know. Let's start writing some down. I'll start with some of our comedies. Um, we have Catastrophe that's coming out in just a couple weeks. It's a family uh, kind of relationship uh, comedy, uh, season three, so I know there are a lot of fans from season one and two that have been waiting for this. Um, Veep is uh, the HBO political comedy, which we really write this, that just came out um, last week, so uh, look for more episodes um, each week on that one. And then a new show um, on the comedy side actually interesting is called I'm Dying Up Here. Um, it's about the stand-up comedy scene in L.A. in the 70s. Uh, and I saw an early preview of that one, and I know it's going to be really funny. Uh, more on the drama side, we've got Bosch, which is a crime drama set here in L.A. Um, that's going to premiere this Friday. If there are any fans of the Michael Connelly books, they will uh, enjoy watching Bosch. Um, and then Twin Peaks, you know, is a, has a bit of a cult following from the 90s. It started, had two seasons in the 90s, and Showtime is now bringing it back um, in May. And then, of course, uh, the highly anticipated last season of House of Cards on May 30th. Now, how has um, streaming uh, changed the way people watch television? Well, people are more on the go than ever. Um, people also love instant gratification. And uh, so streaming has just made it easier to watch the content you want to watch when you want and how you want. So you don't have to sit there and be tied to, um, you know, the couch in the living room or fighting over the remote. Uh, If there's something you want to watch, grab your tablet or, um, you know, people have streaming media boxes in various rooms. Um, So it just makes it easier uh, to watch on the go and to watch uh, multiple shows at different times. Well, uh, tell us about some of the uh, some of the new shows coming out. Uh, sure. I mean, there are uh, certainly a handful um, that, you know, just wrapped up that uh, people probably uh, might want to still catch up on. So Homeland on Showtime just wrapped um, last week. That's definitely binge-worthy, and uh, people are probably going back and watching them all in a row versus on a weekly basis. 
Um, Big Little Lies uh, also just ended on HBO. People are still talking about that, so it's worth going and checking out. Um, you know, there's um, a few more, like, for you know, for kids. We have a lot of great kids' content. Thunderbirds Are Go is uh, premiering this Friday. Um, it's a great one for, you know, kids probably in the range of uh, 7 to 10. Um, and then uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy, for any fans of Bill Nye, uh, he's coming back on Netflix with a new series as well. Well, uh, where can we go for more information on everything? Sure, Amazon.com slash video has all of the shows. Um, and then IMDB.com is a great resource to learn about cast and crew and kind of learn a little more behind the scenes on each of the shows. Fantastic. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Appreciate it. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out angelsfriendlycoaching.com. This is an amazing website, angelsfriendlycoaching.com. Check out A-N-G-E-L-S-F-R-I-E-N-D-L-Y-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com. Discover living your passion. AngelsFriendlyCoaching.com. Live, laugh, love. She's got a lot of great information over there. Check it out today. AngelsFriendlyCoaching.com. We don't want to give out too much details on the radio. Just go check out AngelsFriendlyCoaching.com or call her now, 716-980-5727. Check out the positive vibes only over there at 716-980-5727. AngelsFriendlyCoaching.com. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Today's podcast is brought to you by Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. Check out audibletrial.com slash jaguar. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jaguar for your free audiobook. Welcome back to our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Stitcher, the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app, available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. But an incredible new marketing partner on Transmedia Worldwide, Change of Heart, a film by... Pick, click, 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 video club, baby! We are going to try something new. We have got Jay Izzo on the Skype audio today. And we are going to attempt to see if uh, it's better audio. Uh, the goal is for him to sound like he's sitting across the room from me. So we'll see if this works. Uh, th- 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 this is either going to go horribly, horribly wrong or horribly, horribly good, nothing in between, here on lineupmediasjagshow.com. Jay, how are you, sir? I am well. Look at that. Sounds like you're sitting across the room from me. See, it goes either spectacularly well or it's a dumpster fire. In this case, it's not a dumpster fire. No, it's not. And I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) I I am looking at another microphone across here in my little studio here. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I think Jiggy is right in front of me in the other microphone. Look at that. 
it's amazing. This is awesome. This, the, 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 see, that this opens all sorts of opportunities. This opens up opportunities for you to possibly come our come on the uh, Sunday radio show and and hang out with all of our uh, freaks and porn stars and things like that. This opens up the opportunity for you to maybe co-host the show with me at some point on on a Tuesday or something. That, that, that there's all sorts of opportunities that are opened up now that we got this Skype thing figured out. It's awesome. Yeah, I- this is awesome because this is like, I mean, I've never heard your golden tones. So <laughs> Golden tones. That's right. Awesome, man. Now, <laughs> now that there, there is uh, a lot going on in social media this week. Uh, let's first of all uh, start with... Uh, we, 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 tacked, we, we talked about on a previous uh, program, Snapchat, and some of the things going on there. Um, I, I see a lot of people leaving Twitter nowadays, uh, e- even though I refuse. I'm going to be, uh, it, it, it's just like I always say in my, in my relationships with women, uh, and sometimes my relationship with men, because it, a lot of times I'm like, well, I'm the last one to turn the light out. I'm going to be the last one to turn the light out in Twitter. It's gotta happen. <laughs> well, you know what? It's okay because I'm I'm probably going to be with you, even though I don't have. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I do use it, but um, I use it mostly in correspondence with my LinkedIn account because you can do a LinkedIn update and a Twitter update at the same time. So I usually use those in, in correspondence with each other. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, between Snapchat and Twitter, they're both. Under they're both fighting around eighteen dollars a share right now. So, <laughs> yeah, which one's in the lead? Uh, it, which one's going to get uh, above eighteen uh, you know, up to nineteen first? But um, yeah, that's it's pretty awesome. I, listen, I like Twitter for the right for the right people and the right reasons. I think, and I've said this I think probably six times on your show. Yes, that you're a perfect Twitter user. I mean, you're you're the perfect one. I mean, because you. Uh, you know, you're a celebrity and you have this Jiggy Jaguar experience and you're in the media. And those are all key cogs to being successful on Twitter. So I've, I've always been a big fan of people, you know, in your position to use Twitter. And I, I, I don't think it's going to go away. I think it's just going to be limited down. I think it's going to become a media site eventually. I think the average user is probably going to go away. But I think in terms of like you and other media people and celebrities and the people who've got some level of fame, I think Twitter's going to be around for them. I just don't, I just don't see it as a great fit for the average business person because it's hard to get a following. Jay Izzo with us today, joining us on Skype Audio. He is the Internet Doctor, and uh, this week in social media, be careful what you wish for edition. And uh, <laughs> there is an old expression, not all that glitters is gold as such, not all fulfilled dreams have any real value. While the Internet and social media provide erroneous opportunity to dramatically inflate your desires, you should be smart enough not to inflate the uh, pontoon boat in a phone booth. But quote-unquote smart and quote-unquote wish fulfillment do not necessarily run together as in the case with this week in social media and we've got our social media expert the fantastic jay Izzo. he's here with some nuggets of wisdom about too many unwise nuggets on jagshow.com and lineupmedia.info now um uh, I, I need I need to go back to the old introductions on the on the TV show where, where where everybody had a gimmick. So like Jay Izzo could be like a blowfish to Twine Factory. Uh, that that would be <laughs> that would be the uh, or, or or grilled cheese in a Cadillac, stylish but yet classy. Um, we, we, we need to go back to those things because, because, uh, like I've said before, everything that's old is new again. It's, uh, it's 2017 and that seems to be the case. Now, Jay, who is the social media sad star of the week? So, this is, I, you know, it's, I, I gotta call him a star because one of the things I do then when I go out searching the World Wide Web, for people who are doing things on social media, one of the things they do is like for people who have done something extraordinary in terms of numbers. That's one of my criteria. I have several criteria, but numbers are a big deal. So I don't even know if this young man 
is a star, but we're going to call him a star because of his... I, I think it's sad, actually, because this is what the world's come to. So Carter <laughs> Wilkerson has become the most retweeted person in the history of Twitter. Why, we ask, is because, well, Carter wanted free Wendy's chicken nuggets for an entire year, and so he asked Wendy's how many retweets would he need to get in order to get his free nugs for a year? And they said 18 million. So he posts on Twitter, help me please, a man needs his nugs. Well, what do you suppose happened? Yes, the world has come to an end. He got over 18 million tweets, retweets, and congratulations, Carter. You have now Nugget Wendy's Nuggets for an entire year. Now, who did he beat out for the most retweets ever? You may so eagerly ask, oh, Internet Doctor, what are they? <laughs> yes. It was Ellen DeGeneres who posted a picture. Uh, this has been a couple of years ago. She posted a picture with a number of stars during the Oscars and you might remember there was Brad she said something about Brad's arms not long enough and Brad Pitt's in the back and all these stars take this selfie and that was the most retweeted tweet ever and as a matter of fact Ellen on her show was kind of poking fun at Carter Wilkerson because she was like I don't want to lose my status as most retweeted ever well she lost it Carter has his year of nuggets as promised, and uh, he will no longer, in my opinion, this is this is just my prediction, Carter is probably not going to be the 100-pound, slim, trim young man that he was, because i got a feeling after a year of Wendy Nuggets, yeah, you're going to be putting on some poundage, young man. Let me just say this. You're going to be thick and not so trim anymore, because those things can put on some weight, because there's a lot of calories. So, he is ultimately our star of the week, and that's sad because we have now redefined the American dream in terms of Wendy's Nuggets is what we've done. Yes, it is. Uh, it, it, it's an amazing day. It is Jay Izzo with us today, the Internet Doctor, and uh, check out socialmediology.com, and uh, it's available for sale through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and at your local bookstore, and go to jagsow.com and uh, take advantage of our Audible uh, offer, and you can download the uh, the audio book or, or the ebook, and you can hear, as Jay likes to say, his golden tones. Read his uh, <laughs> read, read his book. Now, uh, what is the social media creep of the week? God, this is creepy. All right, and and the reason I brought this one up because I mean this is this is just creepiness. All right, James. I mean, one of the things when I'm out there searching. For the social media stuff, I'm still I'm still overwhelmed by the fact that this kid got a year's worth of Wendy's nuggets. Who does that? I'm sorry. All right. So anyway, so the creep of the week, and maybe that could be creepy too. This guy Shane Holderer, he's about 55 years old. He's from Plumsteadville, Pennsylvania, which is about 25 miles north of Philadelphia. He's awaiting to see if he will get probation or as much as seven and a half years of jail time. For what? You again so eagerly ask? Well, it seems that Mr. Holder has a daughter whose best friend, evidently, whose name is not released at this point, evidently he had a little attraction to her. She was a 17-year-old senior. So Daddy Shane friended his daughter's best friend, which started out innocently enough until things start crossing the line sexually. So he pleaded guilty the first time to a misdemeanor stalking charge. And the police, of course, said, you know what? It's going to be over. Don't worry about this. It's, it's done. Generally, these things go away. Well, three years later, Shane Holderer has been pulling down pictures of this young lady and from her Instagram and other accounts and has been posting them on Twitter. And he has been putting little arrows at her little naughty bits, 
I, I took that from Monty Python, by the way. Took it from our little naughty bits. And what he, he's done is he's posted it all over Twitter. And what has happened is she found out about it. Well, the, the police decide to set up a sting to actually catch him. So he is luring her, trying to lure her into a Starbucks. Well, what he lured was a police officer who subsequently arrested Daddy Shane and was immediately booked into jail, and now he awaits uh, his decision whether this is going to be a probationary charge. It's clearly going to probably be a felony, but whether it's going to be probation or if he's going to get jail time. Sadly, in our country, the stalking laws are not, first of all, not really very clear, and they're not very strict. So chances are Shane Holder, at 55 years of age, will probably get probation but probably won't see much jail time. And that makes him the social media creep of the week. It is the fantastic Jay Izzo. He's with us today here on our broadcast and got social mediaology is available through sale. Uh, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and your local bookstore. Also check out socialmediology.com. And uh, Jay, what's the social media tip of the week? Well, I, I think the one thing that Carter Wilkin, Wilkerson does do that we need to pay attention to is that if you're in business, and I, and I even say this from your end because uh, I know that you and I have talked about doing something with another group of people who have tweeted some stuff back and forth about the JAG show and the, the, the NWA folks. And so one of the things I really want people to realize is that you it's okay to go ahead and initiate conversations with corporations. it's It really is. And I really can't say that enough because the one thing that happens is if you will initiate conversation and you can do something with a larger corporation or a larger company in a positive way, it only helps you and it helps your social media cause and it brings attention to your business. But do it in a positive way. I will say this about Carter Wilkerson. The fact of the matter is, he didn't do anything bad here. And the reality is, there's nothing bad that he did. If anything, he got fame, right? And he did it, while at the same time, promoting Wendy's, trying to get these Wendy's nuggets. Okay, yeah, it's a little sad that this is your goals in life, I guess. That my goals in life are, I want a year of nuggets. But, at the same time, he demonstrates just how effective that we can be when we are willing to engage, if you will, a corporation or someone bigger than us and try to do something in the right way that could be fun or interesting or positive. And it can make a difference for you and your company. So I really, really tell people quite frequently, don't be afraid to engage the company. You're not always going to get a response. But the ones who can see the potential, they're going to do that, especially if you have a positive idea that you want to use for the company. So engage. Engage with somebody who's bigger than you. It's okay. Listen, <laughs> you know what? MC Hammer, I'll never forget this. This is a true story. So MC Hammer follows me, right? Yes. And the story is MC Hammer, when what happened was he had said something that was just so thought-provoking and insightful, and I, I don't remember what the exact, tre- the exact tweet was. And I literally wrote back one thing to him. I said... I said, that's truth. I mean, it was two words. I said, that's truth. And he immediately followed me. And and we've had little dialogues here and there. And it's what happened subsequently is I have like all of a sudden I got like young MC following me, right? I mean these are these are these are the guys from my era, right, who are following me that I mean, I have their albums, man. I still do. Matter of fact, I think I got some of them on vinyl, to be quite honest with you. But it was really cool that I was able to engage these folks who were the folks I listened to and was able to create a, at least a subtle relationship. And it was very cool. And I remember when MC Hammer came into Raleigh, North Carolina, where I'm, where I'm at right now. And I remember he said, he said, Hey, Internet Doctor, you want, I'm going to be in Raleigh. You know, make sure you can check out the show. And it was really cool. And I, I couldn't that day because I was out of town, but it was really cool that he, you know, really looked at my profile and, you know, called me out to actually look at the show. So that was awesome. 
and and so I, I don't I don't have a problem with it. I think people need to do that, and I think people should follow Jiggy Jaguar on Twitter. I think you should. I think you'll find him fun and interesting. And I know the one. This is the one thing I know about uh, Jiggy Jaguar is that if you engage Jiggy, he's gonna engage you back. I mean, that, <laughs> yes, that's, it it's is. gonna happen. It's gonna happen, and, <laughs> and it's fun and it's interesting and. You know, here's the thing. When you engage James in that positive way, he's going to engage you back in a positive way. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.